Welcome to Beyond This Earth, episode 16, season 3. And on today's episode of Beyond This Earth, Russian forces have arrived in Ukraine. What took place and the realities on the ground. We will have a timeline of events that happened before and during this particular event. And what comes next after the Russian forces have entered Ukraine and they're just miles away from Kiev. Issues with Canada and its emergency at the Supreme Court Justice nominee has been announced, plus other particular news concerning the Ravens virus, then the world event crisis. The future of what makes a man seems to be more like the past, and we have to re-explain certain conclusions that we talked about last season in our specials. The Olympic Games have failed all over the world. We'll go over what we have just recently figured out with the ratings from all over the world of the Beijing Winter Games. Plus, news you miss, other space news. Lent starts next week. More previews of You Ain't Shit Sits and what is going to happen next week. All this and more on today's episode. I'll be on this earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond This Earth, Season 3, Episode 16, the weekend of the 26th and 27th of 2022. It happened on 2 2 2 thousand and two russia started the process of entering ukraine and as of this recording they're at least 15 minutes away or at least several forces are 15 minutes away from kiev And as also of this recording, there has been many casualties. And Zelensky has pretty much stated and given out guns to their citizens to defend the country at all costs. Let's go through three time three timelines before we get into what really is going on. First timeline is the long timeline. On February 20, 2014, protesters in Ukraine overthrow President Viktor Yanukovych, who was friendly to Russia's interests. During the revolution, more than 100 people are killed in protests that centered around the main square of the capital, Kiev, called the Maidan. The interim government that followed the pre- Pro-Western Revolution eventually signs a trade agreement with the European Union that it seems to be as a first step towards membership in the European Union bloc. Then on 2014, Russia, that, that's April 2014, Russia invades and then annexes the Ukrainian peninsula of Crimea to secessionist regions the Donetsk People's Republic and the neighboring Luhansk People's Republic break off from Ukraine. The war continues within eastern Ukraine region known as the Donbass. It spreads west. Roughly 1,300 Ukrainian soldiers and civilians eventually die in the conflict. 
the front lines have barely shifted for many years. Later on in 2014 and in 2015, Russia, Ukraine, France, and Germany signed a series of ceasefire agreements known as the Minsk Accords. Many viewed these accords as ambiguous. A former comedian in April 2019, Volodymyr Zelensky, with two Ys, is elected as a large majority as the president of Ukraine on a promise to restore Denebots to the country. Then, in 2021-2022, Vladimir Putin of Russia ceased to prevent Ukraine's drift towards the United States and European Union and NATO. New Putin demands security guarantees, including an assurance by NATO that Ukraine will never join the group and that the alliance pulled back its troops from its countries that it joined after 1997. Many Russians viewed that the Ukrainian capital Kiev as the birthplace of the nation and cite the numerous cultural ties between the two countries. Then, what happened? On November 10th, 2021, the United States reports unusual group movements during the Ukrainian border. On November 28th, Ukrainians said Russia is massing nearly 92,000 troops for an offensive at the end of January or early February. However, Moscow denies this claims and accused Kiev of a military buildup of its own. Russia also demanded legal guarantees that Ukraine will never join NATO. On December 7th, President Joe Biden and his people threatened Russian counterpart Putin with strong economic and other measures if he invades Ukraine. Ten days later, Moscow put forward proposals to limit the U.S. and NATO influence on former Soviet states. On January 17, 2021, 2022, Russian troops began arriving at ex-Soviet Belarus for military drills. At that point in time, said the drills were aimed at thwarting external aggression. Two days later, Washington announced an extra $200 million in security aid to Kiev. On January 24, 2022, NATO put troops on standby and sent ships and fighter jets to bolster Europe's eastern defenses. The next day, Moscow began military exercises involving some 6,000 troops and at least 60 fighter jets in southern Russia, near Ukraine, and in Moscow and next Crimea. On January 26, 2022, Washington refused to shut the NATO door on Ukraine and the alliance, and many of Moscow's security demands were unrealistic. The United States said it believed Putin is going to use military force now and in the middle of February. On the next day, on January 27, 2022, China warned that Russia's security concerns should be taken seriously. On the next day, on January 28, Putin said that the West has ignored Russia's fundamental concerns about NATO expansion and does strike weapons near Russia's borders. On February 2nd, the United States sent 300,000 troops to fortify NATO forces in Eastern Europe. Russia and Belarus began 10 days of military operations, military maneuvers on February 10th. On February 15th, it seemed that Rotskell says that some of his forces are returning to their bases, but NATO claimed they saw no signs of the withdrawal. On February 17th, shellfire intensified all along the front lines of the two Russian backed enclaves in eastern Ukraine. A day later, the leaders of the Donetsk and Lukas separate regions saying they are evacuating residents to Russia. 
U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken accused Moscow of false provocation to justify further aggressions against Ukraine. On February 19th, Ukraine said the two of its soldiers died in attacks on the front line with Russian-backed separatists. President Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, with two wives, proposed a meeting with Putin, as well as Moscow testified nuclear-capable missiles. Russia is on the brink of evading Ukraine, Washington stated. France and Germany then called their nationals to leave Ukraine. On February 22nd, France said that Putin and Biden had agreed in principle to a summit. But the White House at that particular day said it was not it was over notably cautious and that the Kremlin is too said it was too early. The Russian military said it has killed five saboteurs who had crossed into Russia from Ukraine. Ukraine denied the claims. In a televised address on February 22nd, Putin recognized the independence of the two separate regions in eastern Ukraine. Then Putin ordered Russian troops into separatist areas in eastern Ukraine in a peacekeeping mission. Several hours later, during the emergency security council session, the United Nations and most of its members denounced the Russian decisions. Washington said it will slam new sanctions on Russia. The EU will also adopt those sanctions, the foreign bloc policy chief Joseph Borrell said. Moscow said that Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov is ready to talk with Blinken, who is scheduled to meet on Geneva that Thursday. However, on Thursday, February 24th, Putin announced a military operation in Ukraine. This is Wednesday. Well, you know, in Ukraine, in a surprise television address. He called on the Ukrainian soldiers to lay down their arms, claiming that he wants a demilitarization of the former Soviet state, but not his occupation. Explosions were later heard in the dawn in Ukraine's capital, Kiev, and several cities near the front lines along the country's coast. Then the foreign minister of Ukraine, Dmitry Kubla, accused Putin of launching a full-scale invasion. Zelensky then declared martial law and broke down diplomatic ties with Russia. The head of the Russian military said that, I mean, the Ukrainian military said that he has received orders from Zelensky to repel a Russian invasion and inflict maximum losses. Russia's defense ministry said it had neutralized Ukrainian military air bases and air defense systems. Ukraine said it has killed more than 50 Russian occupiers while repulsing the attack on a town on the front line of the Moscow-backed rebels. China called for restraint on all sides that is closely watching the latest situation. And then you hear the fogs of war going around that there were, there's a man called the Ghost of Kiev who used a MiG-29 a MiG and shot down six planes and they pretty much stated that he did the impossible gave them a little bit of chances and then you saw the memes all over the internet that has come to place biden put the sanctions on it was more talk more bluster no action very little action eu sanctions up the wazoo but no french troops no german troops just more money, more guns, more weapons.
Reality of the situation from Peter Zeland is as follows. And he talked about this two days, two days before the invasion. Well, you can say it's three days, it's two. Before the invasion. He basically said that they had nine ports. That's water ports. One water port. One water port. With nine access points. And one warm water port. Or close to the warm water port as possible. But they had nine back in the Soviet Union days. When the Soviet Union were gone, then it went down to one. They went up to two in 2008. They went up to 2004 and 2008. Then it went up to a few more in 2004, 2012, 2011 with Georgia. That's the country of Georgia. Now they have four. If they are successful in Ukraine, they'll get back up to seven. And seven is better than one. It's not nine, but it's better than not one. Basically, their population, they're hungry. And one way they were able to become somewhat successful in keeping some semblance of Russia being a major player in the world was through natural gas. Gazprom in particular and the Nord Stream pipeline which they have worked with Germany for many years Europe pays for the oil Russia gets a substantial monetary gets substantial money from it and everything seems to be hunky-dory And they need this oil to pay for this in order to have some semblance of a middle class. And all the other work that they do in Russia. But with this move to Ukraine and the inability of the West to handle that particular situation, as it were, Russia has called everybody's bluff and saying that you ain't going to beat me in this particular case. The West fear is that they're going to push farther and they're going to say, look, they're going to say, if they can let Ukraine go, how much more Poland or say Poland, for example, or other particular places, for example. How much more the other side of Belarus? How much more Latvia? How much more than 
that can possibly defend y'all. Now, it could be the Daniel Pena. I mentioned something about that nature. Daniel Pena saying that Bitcoin is Putin's baby. It could be very possible that he's using Bitcoin as a way to keep his power structure in place so he won't have to worry necessarily about the United States in particular and their lack of access to your to US banks to other particular global currencies because as long as he has access to Bitcoin technology and other crypto technologies in that particular sense and to China's Rimbimbi and Yuan species he won't have to necessarily worry about guns and all the rest of these things and he can wait these people out and win the game as he wants but ultimately his goal and it's an existential threat because if you did not learn your history about Russia in particular Russia has been invaded many times over remember from Napoleon's era when the Russian Civil War World War II and in some ways uh, the Russians the Russo-Japanese War even though it's a little bit different NATO what a lot of people call the Atlanticans the Americas and European Union getting anywhere near Moscow 300 yard 300 miles from Moscow is the greatest existential threat for the Russian society regardless of what anybody says there is no goddamn chance they're gonna keep NATO in that area no way they can take a little bit of losses here and there but Ukraine the Kiev on Rus that's where we come from Putin saying hell no hell no he ran out of options folks and he made his final bet. He bets that they can't beat his ass. That's what he's betting. They won't attack. They won't attack Ukraine. Ukraine is on their own. Now, some people are saying that it is going to reach a point for China to do the same for Taiwan. Very different issue. They are going to understand, we are going to understand how far away America really is from the rest of the world. 
when it comes to military. I want to let you guys in on something that y'all don't understand. And a lot of you people may complain about the generals, the woke culture, and all of the domestic things and how the domestic domestic things of how they train soldiers and all of it is weak and they're not strong enough. And then you see the propaganda all of it and then they say, oh, there's no mans anymore and all the rest of it. I'm going to get to this in a second segment. But I just want to try and get this clean and clear and make it real simple for all of you to understand. The woke culture in this country, when it gets to the military, ain't care. Do not give a fuck about who is fucking who. Never did. Yes, there is a sexual treatment. There is a sexual harassment, sexual violence problem in the military. That is clear and plain as day. You understand? Did you learn anything about Afghanistan and who they brought into Afghanistan? Do you remember the scandals, especially from Afghanistan, about the Bakhtabazi? You understand? So, they do not care. Understand what I'm trying to tell you? They left all that technology in Afghanistan and everybody has been trying to get access to the guns, the weapons, the whole nine yards to reverse engineer it so that the next time anybody thinks they're going at the fool in their particular countries, they're going to get slapped down. Folks, you don't understand, okay? You have to understand Taiwan and possibly Ukraine as testing platforms for their next generation technologies concerning with weapon systems, in American weapon systems, American air power superiority, American naval technology superiority, especially when it comes to the internet and all the rest of it, and American spy plane technology, the whole rumors concerning the F2, these SR-72 Blackhawk, as I call it, All Putin did, even if it was out of desperation, was to put out a testing ground for the military superiority of the United States. It doesn't matter how woke everybody is in the United States, that technical superiority will be shown to somebody with a, against someone with someone or actual military there, they can out-technical anybody. That's the problem. So anybody that comes up and says, okay, they're weak, they're woke, they can't fire these weapons, they're not as strong, they're not there, they're not the same thing, you're making a big mistake. 
Technology can cover up too many fucking problems with training. They can cover it up in an actual battle situation. They can cover up a lot of weaknesses. However, and I do mean this, however, okay, those technical weaknesses will be exacerbated if the leaders of their particular troops can't get this down and play too many games. It is a leadership question. Technology can cover 75% of the deficiencies of the weaknesses of the troop readiness of a nation, but it will not cover up leadership issues. And you have a leadership issue. So technology can cover up the weaknesses in troop levels and in troop superiority, but leadership has to be there. Now the question is, is the leadership there? If the culture, let me warn everybody about woke culture, y'all don't understand. And this is some of the things that are starting to happen with with the Occupy Democrats Twitter and all the rest of it with social media and all the rest of it okay and the memes that are going out right now you understand this is a you have to understand that woke culture is goddess culture and they don't believe in the same types of religious entities that say a Catholic or Muslim or Orthodox Jew or Jewish connected to Jewish teachings or a Buddhist will believe. No, this particular type of goddess culture, which is being born out of and does use aspects of Christianity and all the rest of it, sees women as full-fledged goddesses, physical, spiritual, mental, and psychological, understand? And once everybody understands this particular aspect and that it has to be in the defense of women and their beauty and their mistakes and they don't, and women don't sin at all points, as you see with that cringy video that you saw recently with one of these women, which one of these women, um, I, I can't even get her name out, but Instagram shows the reality of the situation with Putin and his mother. If you really knew where to look for it in social media, the woke culture, if it is threatened and is given the technology and is given the leadership to use the technology, will defeat. Any attack from Taiwan and will be able to be successful in their counterinsurgency in Ukraine if it believes its belief, it's not it's the leadership's belief in their leadership. You have to understand it is culture that is connected to 
and Nascent starting up. You're not seeing it yet, but I've I've I understand what is gonna happen. What type of type of goddess they're trying to worship? We don't even have a name, but I know it's coming. Roller Tomasi even talked about it. How the aspects of this religion is going to start up, be looked at, and how they're going to use aspects of Christianity in order to bring it out of the woodwork. It's starting, it's building up. They don't even have a name for it, but aspects of it is moving towards that place. When you start seeing that, and then John Michael Greer has stated in the following that once they start believing in this particular thing, miracles start to happen in because of the error it, it, this is esoteric shit. I don't want to get too much into it, but they're going to start seeing miracles and all the rest of it. They see divine female goddesses and all the rest of it. She saved me in the war, that sort of thing and whatnot. And then world culture starts to have its own religion all the day. And then the political power they were complaining about and all the rest of it now has a focus in that new particular religion and that's where America is heading towards. This is why I said woke culture is not gonna go away necessarily so. It might ebb, severely ebb on one end when we have the political structure change over in 2022 and the investigation start, we already know it's happening. We already know it's going to happen and take place. But think that this culture is going to lose in a war with the technological superiority and the new fire uh, uh, air superiority platforms that have already been built over the last seven years. You in trouble. They set up a testing ground just to test their technologies. Don't say that the woke did. The woke is extremely dangerous because what has happened is much darker than you realize. I'll speak about a little bit more about it in the second, in the second segment. But I want to talk about. But where is this all going? We have another timeline before we get to the issues of the world event crisis. Stain Haynes basically repeating what I'm saying. Overview here. Russia wants to sell petrol and natural gas to Europe. USA doesn't want that because our dollar is supported by the OPEC oil sales from Saudi Arabia and the Middle East. In 2014, they elect a pro-Russian government. The CIA then launches a color revolution in Ukraine. They toppled the elected government. This is Yanukovych. Then USA props up a literal government that is connected to you know who, the bad guy from you know where. Putin then takes Crimea. Biden then sends his son to begin milking Ukraine for all his worth through Burisma and other connections. The Ukrainian prosecutor begins looking into Burisma and Hunter Biden's corruption. 
Joe Biden under Obama threatens their puppet government with withholding billions in order to force them to drop the investigations. He later brags about this in the video at the WEF. Trump is elected. Four years the media blames Trump for everything Obama and Biden did in Ukraine and with Russia. Trump, you know, he is what he is. And then things happen in the election. Biden then comes back into power and begins ramping up his dealings again in Ukraine. Tries pushing Putin around with threats of NATO membership. Putin says, nah, we ain't having this. And then he goes into Ukraine. Then he shows a page concerning with a deadly virus that leaked in a U.S. laboratory in Donbass about six years ago in 2016. And it was pretty damn bad. And then he follows it up with another post from Javier Bias. Bias. European utilities are set to buy tomorrow more Russian natural gas from Gazprom free of the Ukrainian pipelines. Europe will be buying more natural gas from Russia via Ukraine. This is because he said this earlier. The reason is linked to how Gazprom import contract pricing is structured. Ladies and gentlemen, you're screwed. Europe is going to be a powder keg, as John Michael Greer stated for many years. And he stated it recently in his message boards. It's going to be a powder keg. We now know some of the reasons why. This is just part one. Part two is the Belarusian crisis. And part three, immigrant crisis with France, if they do change their leaders. Europe is not going to be at peace for a long, long time. A long time. If ever. And a lot of it's their fault. A lot of it is. There's going to be some serious questions to be asked about all this. But understand from this particular point. Russia's hungry. Putin can't lose Ukraine. It's an existential threat to the very soul and nature of Russia. The West has dealings in Ukraine that is really dark and have been dark for years. The Ukrainians, I feel sorry for them and the Russians do not want to fight each other. Everybody is trying to cover everybody's ass in different ways and trying to test out technologies for war to see how devastating it can be without using nuclear weapons. That's what all of this shit truly is. And it's sad, it's disappointing, but it's going to lead to the final judgment of humanity because everybody has gone crazy from this coronavirus epidemic and pandemic which is now becoming endemic and then the mistakes that were made with the treatments 
and speaking of the treatments and speaking about all of this perfect segue to what we need to also discuss according to if this thing can get on the right place there is a genetic match between the virus and a moderna patent this is from the daily mail fresh suspicion that covid may have been tinkered with in a lab emerged today at the scientists found genetic material owned by moderna in the spike protein they identified a tiny snippet of code that is identical to a gene patented by the vaccine maker three and a half years before the pandemic. It was discovered in a unique furring cleavage site, the part that makes it so good in infecting people and separates it from other coronaviruses. The structure has been one of the focal points of the debate of the virus origin, with some scientists claiming it could not be acquired naturally. The international team of researchers suggests that the virus may have mutated to have a furring cleavage site during the experiments in the human cells in the lab. There is a claim of a 1 in 3 trillion chance that Madonna's sequence randomly appeared through natural evolution. But there is some of it where that matches rare as the study claims with other experts discussing a quirky coincidence rather than a smoking gun. Now, they said that Moderna filed the patent in 2016 as part of its cancer research division. Like we just mentioned several weeks ago, this record show the patent sequence were a part of a gene called MS3, which is known to affect how damaged cells repair themselves in the body. It was improved March 7th the following year. In his latest study, published in Frontiers in Virology, Researchers compared this particular makeup of the coronavirus to millions of sequence patterns on an online database. The virus is made of 300 letters of genetic code that carry the information needs to spread, known as nucleotides. It is the only coronavirus of its type to carry 12 unique letters that allow its spike protein to be activated by a common enzyme called furin, allowing it to spread between human cells with ease. Analysis of the original coronavirus COVID genome found the virus shares its unique sequence with 19 specific letters with a genetic sentient owned by Moderna, which has a total of 3,300 nucleotides. The US based pharmaceutical firm filed the patent in 2016 as part of the Kent Research Division records show. The patent in sequence is a part of a gene called a 13 and all the rest of it. Scientists highlighted this pathway as a potential target for new cancer treatment. And it also contains, there can only be a certain amount of genetic combinations when inferring collision sites. So it's an interesting coincidence, but this is certainly entirely coincidental. A study earlier this month had found traces of COVID samples that contained genetic material for humans, hamsters, and monkeys that may have predated the official uh, pandemic timeline. So, Crazy Days and Nights put out something interesting a couple of weeks ago, saying that COVID-19, or what is considered to be COVID, or an early version of it, or something of that particular nature, was found in Brazil. Earlier than first expected. A lot of people are now saying that this thing started in 2018 and that it came around the world once, twice, 
and then exploded in 2020. Very possible. It could have been that way. CDC, CDC guidelines are changing concerning the coronavirus epidemic, which means it's starting to die down as the temperatures start to rise. And it will become endemic into the society, but they're not sure that a fourth shot will be needed. Israel is saying that they are not do they are ending certain aspects of the vaccine mandate. And speaking of the vaccine mandate and what was related to it and what is going on in Canada, the emergencies act didn't pass in Canada which is surprising in certain ways, but not surprising in others. One last thing before we go to the next segment, President Biden has announced a new Supreme Court justice, Mrs. Jackson. We think that she might be confirmed, but we're not sure. There's some very curious statements that she also made during that particular time as well. And in that particular sense, we will see what develops with that particular case. So we will be back right after that. We will have more of the Russia situation with Ukraine as troops are in Ukraine. There will be major updates soon on Beyond This Earth. Next week, we'll have more on this particular issue as well. We will be back right after this on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. Beyond This Surface now available on Stitcher, one of the easier ways to get your radio shows on the Apple and Android devices. It is also on wherever you get your radio shows. Beyond This Surf is now on Stitcher. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Just wanna give you a heads up in the final segment, we have um, one more news item that we're going to talk about, and it's deeply concerning for a lot of people who were trying to think that this particular virus and the mandates are going to go away. Something quietly dark has just passed through a lot of states, especially a lot of red states. You'll find out more about it in the final segment. We need to talk about something about the Olympics and mostly about the Super Bowl. 
We're going to talk about the Olympics in the third segment, just to show how things have fallen badly in the entertainment business as a whole, and how good writing, great writing, writing that makes sense, writing even if the characters are one note into wonders than anything else in the world when it comes to entertainment and sporting and the whole lot of it and why we are at the place that we are. I want to take you back to the Super Bowl that happened about two weeks ago. I want to talk about Odell Beckham and despite his injury, which thank God he has now gotten out of surgery and is doing well. There comes a point in time that people realize that you have to have people in your corner that believe in you, even if you're going through the wrong things because you see how other people are going through it and how people react to the situations at hand, especially with Odell Beckham and his career in Cleveland and New York. And the things that he went through, and we all saw that the amazing things that he was able to do, and he needed a ring to complete one aspect of his journey, the journey that will soon lead him to become a father which I believe he should be, will be in the next couple of days, or already has. But I want to get to a thing that showcases the reality of who leads us, who convinces women to do the things that they do now, why those particular leaders have destroyed the spaces that we need and people need to love people to love women or be allowed to have the space to love females as men and women should and why they have destroyed that space and allow other spaces to take over that ultimately doesn't serve the same purpose it's not even necessarily a solve, but the realizations of what has happened and how one has to survive in a world where their society actively tries to destroy them as we have seen in Canada. Odell Beckham Jr. is one of the most talented wide receivers that has ever played this game. No, this year was not his year. 
this year was not his year, but this year he showcased that he was one of the best wide receivers in this league, in the National Football League. Remember when he was in New York and we started with these politics. Remember the radio show, Delina Dunham and her bestie was on. And then Lena Dunham said some very deeply troubling words about Odell. Very few called her out on it, but because she was connected to the power structures, the Hollywood power structures in America, any entertainment power structures in the, in the, it was just seen as, oh, it's just females trying to express themselves in this beginning starting point of Me Too and the whole like of it and how the mistrust of men and women are starting with each other. Odell Beckham, whether people like it or today, was affected by this in ways we did not see until after he left Cleveland. They started getting frustrated in the Giants organization. And people started saying he was crazy, all of these other things. But no one understands a man's passion until his reward is seen. And then he stated that God is in control in every single blog post that he said, I got this. We saw the game against the Dallas Cowboys, Cleveland, where he outran everybody in ways that we have not seen in this league in decades, no few years actually. But in but in both certain cases in years, and in some cases decades, we knew how talented this dude really was. ACL tear came around. He tries to come back. They started using him less. His father started to get angry because the quarterback, he said, is not good enough, and threw the quarterback under the bus said, deal my son off to somebody who can win these championship game, who can win a championship. Imagine going through an ACL tear, your girlfriend's pregnant, nobody got you, people got your back, but people are worried about the future of your, your health and your future. Smith is doing the whole shebang over at first take. Imagine how it feels as a man, especially with all the things that are going around in the African-American community from Floyd and the protest and all the rest of it and how it affects you in ways that you cannot possibly predict. He needed to change the scenery. He went to LA and people thought he was still done. 
Now, he outplayed even Cooper Cup in certain cases and got him to the world title and got the touchdown that helps get the Rams to win the world championship. Everybody doubted him, but he never doubted himself. And at the end of the day, he kissed the child that is soon to be coming from the woman that is facilitating the birth, who is his girlfriend, and the mother that was crying with him, and the father who was in another place who already knew what type of talent Odell Beckham was. For a man who changed the league in his time, and for all the criticisms that he have gotten from the supposed people that know about how other people in different ethnicities are supposed to act towards themselves and to those same people and to others all over the world, which is absolutely wrong in certain aspects. And then for him to win the Super Bowl along with the rest of these team, the team, it showcases that what I'm about to say in a couple of minutes rings true. Then we get to the story of Cooper Cup. Wasn't even drafted in the National Football League. Played extremely well. He comes from a family that did a lot of things in the National Football League. Cooper Cup became one of the rare wide receivers in the history of this league to win the Triple Crown. Not many ever gotten to that point. The only few that had done it never reached the world title. They were so close, but they never reached the world championship. Cooper Cup won the Rams the game. His wife gave up everything, worked two jobs, and sacrificed her life for a man that nobody gave a chance to in his particular field. And now she's rewarded with a world championship. Those are the type of women that are becoming rarer and rarer today. How about Matthew Stafford? Matthew Stafford was the number one draft pick from Georgia. Went to the Lions. Stayed there for 13 years. Ultimately loyal. Do you know his best friend, Kershaw, also played for another Detroit team, the Lions? I mean, the Tigers? Each of them went 13 years. You know, they both went to the same little league. They both played baseball. They're great base. They're good baseball players. Both of them stayed 13 years with one team, stayed loyal to one team. Both of them went to Los Angeles. Both of them won a world championship within two years of each other. 
their wives had gone through a lot in life, especially Stafford's wife, who had cancer. And despite everything that he was going through, and despite the team even going through an old 16 season, the Rams, uh, the, the Lions. He was he defeated Tom Brady and retired him and won the world championship first time in one of the greatest tournaments of the world championship we've seen in decades. So what am I getting at today? And why am I trying to explain a lot of the problems that we see now in the world where it comes to men and women and all the rest of it and why it's related to these three men. Remember Epipigus, I'm sorry if I keep messing up that particular word, that particular sentence, sentence, you know, or that particular word. And he said last week, when it comes to science, that things don't change in science for hundreds of years until people pass away who were a part of the intelligentsia within that scientific community at the time of the particular discoveries that were taking place as much as the new cosmos tried to say, oh, these things were starting to change today. That's not necessarily the case. Not always. The man that figured out that washing someone's hands is healthy was thrown in prison, was put in a psychiatric ward, and ultimately died. And then many years later, they figured out Oh, wait, he was right all along. Do we have to tell the story of Wilhelm Reich again? The only white dude who had his work destroyed was sent to prison and ultimately died in prison by the United States government in the 50s. Do we have to understand what he discovered? These are all documented facts, ladies and gentlemen. Then we go into the whole issue that has happened with Instagram and Tinder and the way that men and women relate to each other and meet each other and all the rest of those things. It has become apparent, especially with the latter generations and the way that our society taught people, taught children throughout the last 25 years and the technologies that have come via the way to things were taught over the last 25 years. That this inflection point that happened in 2016 has now taken place and it is six and a half years later 
and we're going through another possible inflection point in 2022. What I have about to say is not pretty. And what I am going to imply is something I said in the specials concerning the rational male religion and positive masculinity specials that we did last year, last season, those, those five episodes, and some of the conclusions that I have trying, uh, I stated out there completely. One of the conclusions that I stated is that a lot of men in this new era with this new order thinking are going to have to start figuring out how to try and integrate a life, even if it's MGTOW, all the rest of it. They're going to start to have to integrate a life where women from the age from two years old to the to the time they reach 60 do not consider most men to be fit to exist in life whether because they're short whether because they look a certain way whether because unfortunately due to racism whether it is because or not bigotry, not necessarily racism, but bigotry, whether it is because of all these other particular things. Men are going to have to get ready to accept the fact that the Western societies in many aspects, unless you have the same types of skills as an older Beckham, Kershaw, Stafford, Cooper Cup in certain ways, or any other sporting and venue all across the world. Unless you have those types of talents, you're not going to be looked at by women even of modest means because Instagram, Tinder, any other new technologies, any other metaverse, the whole thing concerning with Ethereum, blockchain, Bitcoin, doesn't matter. All of it, gynocentric social order, reached a point where the only way a man can have the real types of things that his fathers and his grandfathers and even his great grandfathers used to have is that he has to go through either athleticism, sports, bodybuilding in certain cases, those particular aspects. That is fine. We can deal with all that. MMA, all the rest of it. That only gets 60% of the problem because we've seen what happened with John Bones. But John Bones Jones, we've seen what happened with him and his issues. The types of things men are going to get into in order to become the type of man that a woman 
even if her perception is absolutely wrong, even if her belief systems are absolutely incorrect, I'll get to that in the future, even if all that is, even if all that is incorrect, her perceptions have become the Western world's reality. A woman's perceptions, whether they're black, white, Asian, if they live in the westernized world, their, her perceptions have become the reality of the state. Point blank. If a man does not, is not able to develop a way in order to get into these particular sporting groups, NFL, NHL, NBA, all the rest of them. He is not going to be worth anything to anybody because the mindset, I even, even if they were nice, even if the women are nice, their mindset is of like Brittany Renner. Their mindset is of a baby doll or something. What is her name? I did. Her mindset is of a Nikki Lyons of the WWE, who's now in NXT now. Her mindset is of a of those women that are on in Zeus. And all the rest of it. There is, that's the sad reality. Education cannot get men out of the problems that they are going to face in the next 25 years. Not going to happen. All the education in the world did not solve the crisis, did not solve the world event crisis. It made it worse. I will also post, I will also say something at the end of the show that proves to you that why it made it worse. We'll get to that. All the education in the world will not solve the problems of the world. Somebody said something when Rollo Tomasi and others were talking about January 6th that made all sorts of sense and continues to make sense as this, as the investigation of January 6th continues. The majority of these people were all divorced or at least divorced once. Their lives at home are not good, whether it's free or economics and other things that they have destroyed all these other things. They went out to protest certain things that they had no idea of because they believed in the conspiracies because the political structure does not give them the voice in order to show the grievances of those particular people that went against Odell Beckham, Delina Dunham's and others back in the past when he was in New York, does not give them the cultural and political idea of political speech that Trump represented to go after these type of women that go after 
Mr. Beckham. They have been denied so they believe in conspiracies. They basically said that 85% of their problems come from the basis of what type of women did they marry? 85% of their problems. All the economic problems and every other particular things of that nature, what have you. But 85% of the problems come from the women they married and they divorced or remarried and the divorce. I'm here to also tell you something very that's not going to make a lot of traditional people happy, especially of those that have tried to do the whole thing with rights concerning white people. All the heroes that people have looked up to as conservatives who are white. John Wayne, Clint Eastwood. I I don't remember, there's a couple of others that I, I don't recall. I only think Bronson was the only one who married a white woman. And those that are in the modern now, Razor Fist and others, they did not marry white women. Or they are engaged to those who are of a different race. Christopher Rufio has two children from an Asian woman. Yet he was able to Cause the liberals to ask questions about what is this critical race theory is and what does it actually mean? But he's married to an Asian woman, which means they have no answers to his questions. So some idiot named John Oliver can go on HBO and pretty much prove his point. 85% 85% of these problems came from the fat of the woman that you're trying to marry. And it's going to get worse. Cooper Cup got nothing to worry about because the woman that he is with was able to risk her own skin and bring value-added things so he can become successful in the National Football League and become successful in the things that matter. Odell Beckham, despite all of his problems, or perceived problems as it were, was able to make it to the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford was loyal to a fault, but loved his wife so much and risked everything to make sure that she was well, and now she's rewarded. Science, education, all of it is fine to learn about the world and where one lives in. It's all fine. It's not going to change the world. I have to put this in very simple terms to showcase why I say these things and why everything has to change. You're in trouble if you're not in sports, if you want to have a relationship with the other sets. If you're not in a sporting setup, 
exercise setup or something connected with athletics because they are spending so much cash on especially the those that are doing color commentary did you hear that aikman is leaving fox for espn and joe buck may be joining him <laughs> to espn If you have a young son that is not in the business of trying to do this coding, all the rest of it, coding's fine, what have you. Fine, I understand that. That ain't the future, boss. That ain't the future. The same thing happened in the African-American community. African-American community try to get the education and all the rest of it didn't pass muster it actually caused a lot of the problems that we see today between the issues between men and women and all the rest of it because women need somebody to look up to and if they don't look up to an athlete that has the respect of his peers and can win titles and can be a part of those that win titles. Women cannot respect you. And it has become apparent it's reaching to that point where every man, on whether they like it or they don't, need to be a part of a sporting setup in order to at least have, if we are going to have a 95% men and women being together, having children, men and women better together than they are apart situation. Otherwise, if we're going to play this educational game, this coding game, this whole thing with Bitcoin, the whole thing with all this other deadness, with doctors and all the rest of it, outside of construction and all the rest of these things, right? If we're going to have, if we're going in this direction where there's going to be education, all the rest of it, bug man and all the rest of it, then you need to accept the fact the LGBT community is going to exist. And you're going to also have to admit the fact that men are going to find those that even look feminine in order to have at least their sexual needs met. So transgenderism is going to be existing in some form or fashion. Now, Stan Haynes is saying that lesbianism is going to die off. I don't know if it's going to die off, but who knows? But some forms of transgenderism is going to exist even when the conservatives take over because too much damage has been done in the Western world with relationships between men and women that a woman does not have any type of language in any form and in any shape in the future will not 
have developed the language and the technology of language and the comprehension of the understanding of language in order to talk to any one of the opposite sets. She has the techniques and the technology and the comprehension to talk to those of who is a she, between women and women and understanding that they do not have the techniques and the skills, not even in this form of self-defense for themselves to talk to a man in that direction. Our biology as men is to seek women. That's basic reality. Women do not want to accept that reality that all men are that way. They only want to see a certain man be that way. And they have created rules, rule, they've created rules, laws, and all the rest of it to make sure that particular thing stays in place. Unless you get your young men into the sporting world on a 85% level, your son or your daughter, your son is not going to be respected by his peers. Your son is not going to succeed in this country. Your son is not going to become somebody of importance that people will look up to and ultimately women look up to because we now live in an Instagram and Tinder lies world, social media world. You have no choice. And here's the worst part about this is, especially for those that live internationally or in the second, or in the second world or what have you, When they decide to do the same thing to your day, you're going to have to do the whole sports thing too. It's already happened in the rest of the world. Eve, soccer too? Yes. You have to reach that level in order to even, even in the somewhat level, in order to even get a woman to say, oh, this guy got opportunity. I need to be with him. He gives me the security. Nothing else in this society because the way this society has screwed up education and all the rest of it will give women the security they need to even perceive the fact that that particular man can raise my kids and all the rest of it. It's not a straight jacket, but Hopper Game is not a straight jacket, but that is where we're headed. You really need to think about that. We'll be back right after this with more Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. It's coming. And you can't run away. Those that have talked with the man called Fauci. Those that have stated the mandates. His treatments, the obfuscations, and machinations of power personified. They were singing songs. 
They were dancing in the streets. They were shooting for the gold. And then they took Rita and rolled it against the wall. It all came about snake eyes. Everybody started looking. Who is going to leave first? And they slowly move away from each other, trying to get to the exit. They're not going to get to the exit in time. Because it's coming. And boy, it's been a long time coming. You ain't shit, seven. The Ravens virus and the gamblers of the West. Coming this April to be all. This Earth. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Olympic Games. Where do I begin? the worst-rated Olympic Games in the history of modern Olympic Games, the Beijing Winter Olympics. It was a shit show. The worst shit show you can possibly imagine. NBC had to take a gigantic hit. Gigantic hit in ratings, in all these other things, and the way people perceive the Olympics, it's not good. It's nowhere close to good. It is disastrous. It is absolute insanity. Ratings for the Olympic Games, not counting the Super Bowl episode of the World of, of the Olympic Games, Super Gold Saturday, it aired at 10.25, excluding that, was 64% lower than Pyongyang, Korea, and compared to the summer games, was at least 35%. In Canada, down 25%. In Britain, down 35% in Japan. Oh my goodness. The animated series Demon Slayer had fantastic ratings to the point where 18 million people watch the episode 10 Demon Slayer that airs at 4, 4, 11.45 at night, the Olympic Games opening and closing ceremonies only got to 17, and the rest of the thing was down, way, 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 way down from the Olympic Games that they actually watched, which was actually in their country, and from the Pyongyang Winter Games that aired years back. The Olympic Winter Games lost to a freaking cartoon of all 
people. Like anime for the weebs. Weebs ain't anime. Fine. Let's call it what it is. Let's give the weebs a bone. Anime. They lost to a freaking anime. The Olympic Games. Y'all lost to those folks. And anime ain't that is somewhat popular in Japan, but not as popular as it is outside the rest of the world. I'm looking at you, the International Olympic Committee, and I'm just saying, what the fuck were you thinking? I'm just looking at y'all, and I'm, I'm just saying, failure. You lost to Nizuko? Oh, people. <laughs> with the long yoga pants. What was all that about? Nobody cared about your yoga pants. They all cared about when Nezuko grew up to kick a little wolf, to kick a demon prostitute's behind. <laughs> Y'all failed! NBC capitulated to the communist in China. After everything that has happened with the world event crisis that we are still going through, at least have the decency to not cancel half your damn shows for two weeks and do clip shows for one hour. Like you was done in the 19, 1980 games. And I feel sorry for the Americans that went there. They saw its ratings continue to go down and 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 go down. Every single week for the last two weeks, nobody had it. Y'all should be ashamed. It is a joke and a shame for, for, for the sporting world that this had to take place. You lose to an anime. Do you know that that particular animated show, Demon Slayer, had one animator spend three days in the office. He didn't even sleep. It takes that type of hard work to defeat the Olympic Games. That will tell you how different the world of entertainment has changed. And to continue on this front, ESPN one of the people from ESPN put out a little bit of data stating that in all of television in America the only days people care about 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Saturday only concentrated on sport. The other two days are Friday and Sunday. Mostly NFL, the only is Saturday. And it's mostly about sports. Mostly about sports. I have something very dark to tell a lot of people talking about inclusion writers, more writers, more eh, more um ethnic groups and all of this. And I'm saying this on on Black History Month, and I don't mean this to this any writer in Hollywood right now who is African American and of other ethnicities. But the ratings are not don't lie to me. The ratings don't lie to me. They can't lie. They bullshit. They obfuscate. They did. But the data is there. Okay. And I hate to say this to people. The best writers who are African American and other ethnicities in America are all working in the rap game. They're not working in Hollywood. They never have. The best writers all work in the rap game. They're not in there. And they don't want to be in Hollywood. So you have screwed everybody over by doing all these inclusion writers with untalented ethnicities with certain people who are of different ethnicities who are not talented to write the types of stories that people want to watch. The NFL has 91 out of the 100. There is no other written show out there that has that type of duty that is able to bring people there to watch that thing on that particular network. Yellowstone gets 8 million. The Equalizer gets 7 million on a Sunday. They air at the same exact time. Don't tell me people will not go if you can't, if, if you don't know how to write. The Walking Dead had 11 million was finding the NFL tooth and nail for almost five straight years on a uh, on on uh, American classic movies AMC tooth and nail for five straight seasons Game of Thrones got 9.1s until their story fell apart like a house of cards but <laughs> coined the phrase y'all can't write that's why y'all dying, and then you're going to say we need more, more, um, we, we need more people that look, uh, we need more, um, inclusion, more, uh, diversity, we need more representation, but you can't write for shit. Can't write for shit. But I have Demon Slayer from Japan, which comes to Tanami in just a couple of weeks. They beat out the Olympic Games with 18 million people. That airs at four o'clock, I mean, not four o'clock, 11.45 at night. Did they put Tsunami at the middle of the night at, at, at Saturday at three o'clock? Knowing they got bangers all over the place they could use. Stupidity of the industry. No talent writers overuse 
of inclusion writers to give non-talented artists, regardless of race, any entry into industries that need the money and are getting going to get embarrassed if they're not learning anything from these Olympic games. There's a lot to learn from these Olympic games. You better start asking questions. And when you start asking the questions and you don't like the answers, you see what type of changes are you going to make? Something to think about. We will continue right after this on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. Nove Hollaback here. You notice that we named this show Beyond This Earth because we always think about things that are beyond this earth. But sometimes we talked a little bit too much about the issues in the earth. But what about what is going on above us? Our hopes and our dreams and our futures just lie 62 miles way up there. We did it before 50 some years ago. And now we're in the process of doing it again. It is now time for the 22nd century. Coming soon to beyond this earth. to beyond this earth these are the news that you may have missed this week there will be some from ukraine and some other updates that are also going on as well queen elizabeth ii tested positive for covid the 95 year old monarch is experiencing mild symptoms buckingham palace said Pittsburgh Steelers has hired Brian Flores as a defensive assistant and linebackers coach. Flores sued the NFL over discriminatory hiring practices. Rents are reaching insane levels across the U.S. OpenSea, the largest NFT marketplace, is investigating efficient attacks that occurred over the weekend. Australia has opened its borders to international travelers for the first time in nearly two years. Colombia's top court decriminalized abortions for the first 24 weeks of pregnancy, highlighting the changing views of reproductive rights in the majority Catholic Latin American countries. Juan Howard, the men's basketball coach in Michigan, was suspended for the remainder of the regular season after hitting Wisconsin assistant coach following Sunday's game. Sarafa Jiru, the first Victoria's Secret model with Down syndrome, was appear recently was announced. 
Slack suffered an outage for a few, few hours a couple days ago, allowing to be reacquainted with our old friend GChat. US own prices grew at the fastest rate on record, up 18.8%. Volkswagen is prepping an IPO for Porsche that could value the brand at up to $96 billion. $96 billion. Sony unveiled the design for its next generation PlayStation VR2 headset. Ford is reportedly considering spinning off his EV business in order to capitalize on investor excitement for pure play EV companies. Cohair, which makes software to optimize spectrum usage, raised about $46 million to near $500 million valuation. Version Hyperloop laid off 111 employees and is pivoting away from plans to expand passenger transport in favor of carrying cargo. Wild type and cultivated seafood startup whose backers include Leonardo DiCaprio weighs a $100 million in the Series B. His focus on cultivating sushi-grade salmon. The environmental protection agency is now on a hiring spree to hire five fill new jobs created by last year's infrastructure law. Two prosecutors landing the Manhattan District Attorney's probe into former President Trump's business dealings abruptly resigned yesterday, throwing the investigation into doubt. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau revoked emergency powers as he's instituted during the Ottawa protest, saying that the coast has been cleared. Tesla's new factory in Germany is being delayed over the concerns during its water usage. Hawaii is now the only state that hasn't announced plans to lift any mask mandates or has none in place. The CDC will significantly loosen federal mandate guidelines today, according to the Associated Press. Moderna said that COVID was entering an endemic phase in the Northern Hemisphere, but predicted that many people will need another booster shot in the fall. Reddit announced a discovered tab for its iOS and Android apps to provide a pin interest like scrollable grid experience. Major League Baseball will be shortened if a deal with the players and owners are not reached by Monday. Ukraine supplies 90% of the U.S. semiconductor grade neon according to estimates, which is necessary for lasers used in the chip-making process to function. Ukraine's government has called on its hacker community to defend against Russian cyber attacks. The UPS is not bunging on its plan to buy a new mail delivery fee that is 90% gas-powered, even in split requests from the Biden administration. Plant Lab, an Amsterdam-based Dundor farming company, raised $57 million from its vertical farming space, continues to grow. Tesla could lose the water contract on an already delayed plant in Germany as local groups seek to avoid the deal on environmental grounds. Ukrainian's vice prime minister called on Apple to shut down product sales of its app store in Russia. More than 500,000 Ukrainians have left the country in less than 48 hours, mostly going to Poland and Moldova, the UN said. An inflation gauge used by the Fed jumped by 6.1% in February for its biggest increase since 1982. And the reviews are rolling in for the brand new Galactic Star Cruiser Resort experience, which opened Tuesday. And in other news, 
that y'all need to listen to and be very careful with. There was a report out saying that at least 36 states have silently agreed to a app called the Smart App dealing with vaccine passports and they silently passed it through. It's on the page. It's on the um, link, linky page in our description. Read it. And some of them were red states as well. They are continuing to push this shit, this tracking shit. Even after when this pandemic ends, they're going to figure out a way to use it to solve the problem of crime and all the rest of these things. Y'all better be careful, folks. Really fucking careful. It's not over. It is not over. Not over. Not by a long shot. This social credit system that they're trying to do and they're trying to push through, it's not over. I really wanted to talk about, but all these things with Ukraine has come today. I wanted to talk about the in, the podcast that was done with Majid Hawares and Joe Rogan, which explains everything that has happened in Canada. That was what's going to be our main topic until these particular things have happened with Ukraine. They don't want war. No one wants war, but war is going to take place. And in the reasons why we now live in the darkened hypocrisy of our society, before we get to the space news and other particular things of note, have you ever heard of a game called Genshin Impact? Genshin Impact is a Chinese-based game ran by DCCP, the People's Repu- the People's Republic of China, and their company. They bring out all these companies, whether you like it or you don't. There was a Ukrainian streamer who was streaming a game, trying to calm himself down with the Russians. That have entered into the Ukrainian uh, into Ukrainian space, in the Ukrainian um, land, and so within two hours, he said, "Guys, I'm going to go off to war," and he shut the stream down, picked up the gun and is ready to face off against the Russians. Understand that China is helping Russia. And he is playing a game that would not even exist, whether you like it or you don't, without the go-ahead from China, whether you like it or you don't. So, yes! Video games can kill when it's in the hands of those 
trying to help one's enemies. I just want y'all to understand that y'all screwed. No matter whether you agree with this or don't, y'all screwed. I said this from the first I said this from the first day. This is all a testing ground for new technologies similar to what happened in 1914. Very similar. It's not going to end in a similar way until much many many years later. But it is the first start on this. And in one particular aspect of this and it's very dark to think about it in this particular sense. It is a way for women to see who's a man and who isn't. Something biological happens to women in war. Whether you like it or you don't. And it's dark to un to say certain things like this. Nobody wants war. Everybody wants to be in peace. But human beings will never find peace. In the way that the world leaders think that peace can be achieved. And so it goes back down to biology because that's the only thing that matters when everything else fails. And that's why we're in the mess that we're in today. Because we have no other trust but what works and what doesn't. It explains a lot of shit that we're into and a lot of things that we accept. In space news... Earlier this month, SpaceX Starlink announced that 40 of its 49 recently launched satellites were spiraling back to Earth a day after they left the planet. Geomedic storms can uproot the paths, upend the paths of satellites in space, sending them adrift or dragging them low enough so they burn up, as it was the case for Starlink. But they also can disrupt radio signals and create errors in navigation systems. This will have ramifications for Amazon's Project Cooper, OneWeb, and SpaceX, along with government space programs, which has ratcheted up their satellite launching ambitions. The storm may have also cost SpaceX an estimated $100 million, factoring into the cost of the launch as well. The sun's magnetic field goes through a solar cycle every 11 years, depending on the frequency of sunspots on its surface. Each cycle has a minimum and maximum of activity, and the cycle will hit its zenith in July 2025, meaning this frequency and intensity of geomagnetic storms will be at its highest. In general, the risk of debroiding into a high is higher for satellites at operating in low Earth orbit because of the atmosphere was denser, meaning that a geomagnetic storm is more likely to affect the particles in the section of the atmosphere than, than in ones in higher orbits. Bad news, many satellite internet services 
can be in low Earth orbit. The good news here is that we can monitor them quite well. They're constantly monitoring the activity. While solar storms are rarely a huge concern as more governments and companies continue to deploy satellite constellations for both internet and other purposes, the potential for a storm to cause catastrophic damage increases. So we're having some issues concerning with the planet and its interaction with the sun. And, but maybe they should be in high earth orbit and in low earth orbit, but it is what it is. They're going to have to figure out something before 2025 because those particular things are coming up as well. Lent is starting next week. It will be March 2nd going 40 days. This will be a, a normal Lenten season. It will not be one of those Lenten seasons that all oh, this, that, and this will happen. It will end on the 23rd on on April 23rd. So it will be pretty much, we're going to have all the way to, and this will be the uh, spring, we'll end all the rest of it. Uh, I just want to say one thing concerning that. Um, now I'm going to try and make it as quick as possible. The thing I said earlier about the new religion that is coming, that it ultimately uses aspects of Christianity and ultimately uses aspects of certain aspects of Islam and certain aspects of um of Judaism and all the rest of these things. Michael Greer, John Michael Greer has stated that Christianity is heading towards its autumn phase. And its autumn phase is basically a lot of people realize that we're not that Christianity had a phase where it led the world. It it tried to help believers. It raised its show it was a it, 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 certain cities became catholic became catholic oriented cities and all the rest of these things and john michael greer pretty much put out the statement that those days are over that we're heading towards a phase where people will be able to go back to their faith and all the rest of these things and try to understand the intricacies of their faith in many different forms. And in the autumn side of this thing is that is a realization that we're Christians. We're not a part of this. We need to help each other in ways that they, we may never ever have political power and all the rest of it, but that's fine. The spirit and all the rest of it are more important than political, secular, and all the rest of this power. We're trying to be more separate from the rest of the world and their movement towards this particular type of goddess, as it were, as that has been predicted and all the rest of it. And Lent is in one sense, the beginning of the understanding of the Ottomanization of both of Christianity. A similar thing is going to happen in Islam as well, but it will happen in a different, particularly different way. One of the things that you're going to start to realize about this particular new religion that is coming, and it is coming, and nobody can deny it is happening, whether you like it or you don't, is that the iconography that came from the Christian era and all the rest of it is going to turn into what the actual particular, let's say, divine female actually represents and will be actually seen as. 
and I believe is fully a, is a full female ultimately. And one of the aspects of it is that they use African-American iconography and all the rest of it. That iconography that has been coming out and the only thing that matters is a woman's pussy and all the rest of it. That is part of that divine feminine thing that has been pushed out in the African-American community. Now as well, all those iconographies, even from where will be all be placed together. And that's when new religions and splitter religions of the same type of set will start to appear. Something that you need to recognize. Another thing that you will also recognize from this particular thing is the three particular aspects of how this religion is going to work. And two of them were already mentioned by Rolo Tomasi is that um, basically anything that goes against a woman's prerogatives, ideas, and all those other things are considered sin and other particular notions. And everything has to be based on a concept of love in the way that a woman sees love and understands love. And the other one that sort of is Roel Tomasi's connect considered in Twitter and Tumblr, I mean, Twitter. Is that women can no longer sin. Women are born without sin. Women are sinless. From the day they are born to the day that women are made perfect in the image of this particular um, divine female creator. And that everything has to be blamed on a man for it. And that men are the sinners in that particular sense. He's pretty much stated in religion, in the book, in the rational man religion. So you have to watch out for that. That one is also coming. So especially in Lent, we have to, uh, especially as Catholics, to look at ourselves and go through these particular 40 days and look through it in a much, ter in a higher term, in, in the way of how, Christ went through the desert for 40 days and ultimately men have to do the same thing It's going to be a desert of a lot of other things and then I'm gonna to have to also mention certain things in the sense that we have to turn a lot of the Christian Murdy's works and a lot of the uh, sad guru works in that particular sense around um, to find joy in the suffering of a lot of things that will make us better as men ultimately. And then there is a certain sense outside of Christianity and other things, especially with paganism. And because it, it the, the new religion of the left and of the Western globalized left, and ultimately the religion of the West, of the, of the new consolidated Westernized globalized left, that controls the global South through the new forms of capitalism, socialism, and all the rest of it, in turn, will be that religion that links them all together through divine female and all the rest of it, we have to turn all those concepts around in the realization that it is a pagan religion and that other pagan religions that are mostly connected to men and masculinity 
about uh, these religions is that they will be seen as terrorist organizations in the future. In certain ways and in certain terms. But ultimately, you're going to see it. it. It is going to be absolutely fascinating to observe. So watch out for that. And we're going to do certain Lenten things as well as we get into the deeper parts of Lent, especially Good Friday, especially Good Friday, especially Easter Sunday, and the other particular important days of that particular time. Speaking of that particular time, I have two announcements. One of them deals with Guru Gothic as a whole. There will be, and I do mean this not to say all this than any other. There is going to be a post on Guru Gothic on the blog that mentions the upcoming project for 2022 and 2023. And the last major project I will have for Guru Gothic as a whole will be posted on that particular site. That will be the last major project for the next several years concerning Guru Gothic. Even though I'm not changing Guru Gothic, it's not closing down all the rest of it, but it's the last major project I'm going to do on that particular sense because I've reached a point in my life, unfortunately for many, that um, unfortunately for myself, and I wished that it could have gone into other particular things, but it's reached a point where that the artistic side of me that has been inspired by tsunami and the like, and that has been inspired by those entities and shows and all those other things. Not that it's not coming to an end, but there is a realization that there is no respect for what certain things mean to me. And ultimately, I can't deal with that disrespect. So what I have decided is, is that there will be updates on the website, like I have mentioned before, and there will be three projects and one of the final projects that will be ready by next year. After that major project, there is nothing I will do on that particular end that is will be considered to be for the whole world or for everybody in that particular sense. The only way I am ever going to do a project that contains the artistry and the ideas for my art and all those other things are going to be done on a basis where it is needed for in a way where it will have a much higher impact in on the same level Kanye West has with some of his particular projects on that particular sense. 
That is the first announcement. Second announcement has to deal with you ain't shit sits. It is coming on March 31st, I believe. March 31st. Is that right? Yes, March 31st, April 1st, April 2nd. The earliest date is April 2nd. It was gonna come in April, so it is coming April. April 2nd is the early date. And so we're on episode 16 and we have 10 more episodes to go from the 26th. So we have 5th, 7th, 8th, 4 on Four more episodes on March. That will take us to 1, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Then we have six. Yeah, and then it will be May 2028. Yep. Yep. So it will be 20, and then there will be five, and then April. And then May 7th will be the season finale for the third season of Beyond This Earth. Unless there are delays. So, uh, and then we have extra episodes being planned. So there may be some skips. We'll see what we where it goes from there. Next week, we will continue on what is going on with Ukraine. We will continue to see what's going on concerning that particular situation. We will continue on the world event crisis and its particular issues as well. We are also going to discuss certain things surrounding these issues that we discussed this week. And hopefully we'll have an announcement concerning on the particulars with the interviews that are coming up and if I'm going to be doing interviews for other particular radio shows. So that will be all. Thank you for listening. This is Novin Hollerback from Beyond This Earth. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Radio Republic, now on Stitcher, soon on Clubhouse, Spotify Green Room, stereo with some of the interviews and wherever you get your radio shows we will see you guys next time on beyond this earth beyond this earth is a garo gothic production 